doors, turn up the radio, strap yourself in. Because it's time for the Matt Wyatt Show. The guy who's the color commentator for Mississippi State football and SEC baseball. So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game. And he's right here. Right now. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! Whoop, Hump day. Halfway point of the week. Welcome into the show. I'm Matt. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau. I'm Matt. I'm here. Bill's here. Thank goodness. But uh, we're really glad you're here. That way we can have a show. So we don't have a show unless you're here. (laughs) So feel free to shoot us a text. Give us a call. Love to hear from you today on the show on this Wednesday. What you got on your mind? Baseball? Mississippi team scored a lot of runs last night. Let's be honest, you probably have some weather on your mind, but at least, uh, I mean, for us today on this show, I, I think in the area it's not going to be pouring through here while we are on the air. It'll it'll come a little later in the day. It doesn't mean we're out of the woods by any stretch. It's just on the way. Uh, we'll get into some of that with you, but feel free to hit me up. I hope you'll text me today on the Country Pleasing text line. It's 885-ESPN, 601 number, 885-ESPN or 885-3776. Or call me on the Divinity phone. The number to call is 995-1059. That's 601-995-1059. Okay. So, look, <clears throat> Bill, it's not going to be here until later, right? Yeah, it's looking like about between 2 and 3, a little after 3 maybe. Yeah, and if you're listening to this show live, we'll be on the air uh, up until 2 o'clock uh, Central. That's if you're listening live in the middle of the day. And so, yeah, a um, couple of weeks ago, it came through earlier in the day. This system, I was looking a minute ago. Uh, it's just, Look, y'all, this is just a brief sort of heads up. That's all this is on the weather thing. But I was looking at it a minute ago, and um, it's like the state of Louisiana, Bill, has kind of been under the gun with these strong winds and tornado watches and uh, I saw where, like, most of the state of Louisiana is under some stor- sort of either severe thunderstorm or tornado watch until 1 p.m. Central. So that kind of lets you know, mm. you know, about the time frame it's going to start moving on in here. Um, yeah, we have a National Weather Service has a high wind warning starting at 1 p.m., 2 p.m., and then we have a river flood warning. But then at 3 o'clock? 50% chance of rain, the temperature is going to be 81 degrees. Yeah, no, man. That's a, that's a weird thing. 4 o'clock, 100% chance of rain. So 100% chance of rain and really strong winds. Yeah. I mean, most strong, of the stuff. Winds starting in about an hour. In about an hour. Okay. So so if you're listening live in about an hour from right now, the wind's going to pick up, at least according to this stuff. Yeah, it, it makes sense. You know, I'm up in North Mississippi, uh, three hours north of you, Bill, and yeah, we're having that, you know, deal where it heats up outside. You can feel it, and the sun's out, and it's this really gusty wind blowing around. You know, nothing steady or constant, just gusting and whipping and everything. So that's kind of what we've got going on right now. Um, you know, and I don't know what's good or bad. I mean, how do you feel about it, Bill? Because you know, straight line winds—if it hits 70, 80 miles an hour—do just as much damage as a tornado can. Yeah, they're just just as bad. Yeah, I mean, so. of course, a tornado like a F, you know, F five tornado is a lot worse. But sure, yeah, you get into those straight line winds; they're doing about ninety miles an hour. That's 
takes out a lot of stuff. Yeah, and knocks power out. That's another. I'd rather not have any of it. I don't want any of it. I know. I just hope we get through it, you know, unscathed and not a bunch of power outages. And, you know, certainly hope no one gets hurt. But um, that's mostly what I've seen is, is you know, a, a very much a possibility of really strong winds. A little bit of a possibility of tornadoes in there, too. But it'll be minute to minute once it starts making its way through. I saw uh, one meteorologist here in the state of Mississippi said today is going to be very windy, warm, and humid. A big line of showers and storms is going to roll through this evening between 7 p.m. and 12 a.m. Some of those storms are capable of producing gusts near 60 and up to 80 miles per hour and a few tornadoes. So, uh, And we're already starting to get, like you say, Bill, from the National Weather Service. And again, I'm just pointing this out. I want everybody to be aware if you hear my voice. Um, you know, it wouldn't be a bad idea to, you know, gas up the generator just in case a tree falls across your, your power line coming to your house or, you know, charge up the phones and stuff ahead of time. You never know when you're going to lose power for a little bit and the wind gets to blowing like this, but you're starting to see some, um, advisories, some wind advisories in certain counties in Mississippi that are all the way up to, you know, 9 PM already. And so, other counties in central and then kind of east and north Mississippi, ours will probably go, like you say, on into the wee hours of the morning. So just pointing that out. Just pointing it out. All right. Give me a shout. Shoot me a text. Let's see. White Denzel texted us on the Country Pleasing text line. He said, Matt, did you know that since 1918, the St. Louis Cardinals have finished last in their division once? 1990, to put it in perspective, every National League team since 1990 have had the worst record in the National League except for the Cardinals. Isn't that amazing? So you're telling me that if, if this is true, Denzel, which I assume it is, since 1918, the Cardinals have finished last in their division one time. I'm, you know, in their current division is NL Central, so they're in there with the Cubs and the Pirates, and what, the Reds? Am I leaving one off? But I'm, I'm sure that you know their quote-unquote division would have been made up of other uh, teams and stuff over the years, too. But that is pretty incredible. And you see this week, Denzel, where uh, Albert Pujols is going back to the Cardinals? Yeah, about that, huh? Pujols going back to the Cardinals. What is he going to do, probably play one year and then retire? Something like that? If he doesn't need the money, <laughs> that's what a lot of the older guys do. Need the money, play a little longer. Well, um, yeah, I'm excited. When does, you know, I, I'll be totally honest with you, Denzel. I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm looking forward to Major League Baseball. I, I do every year, you know, especially the early part of the year. It's not like something you jump in there and you're just hanging on every pitch, but I'm really. Excited to have the games going on. You can always flip over and watch, keep up. You get constant highlights. It's, it's kind of what baseball is until you get into the postseason, right? But I have have not tracked down opening day nearly as closely as I would if it were on schedule. I'm just being honest, you know, because they had the lockout thing, and it sort of took the edge off of. Anyway, my interest and excitement leading up to the start of everything. And 
I think that's probably true for most people, most fans. So, like, I've lost track of when they actually are starting the season. April what? Anybody know? Seems like it's the 16th. 16th? I think I heard that. Well, I don't even know when it is now. Totally lost track of it. I'll check for you. See, I know they're in spring training. That's great. Looks like it's, th- okay, so next Thursday? That's what it is. It's saying that it's next Thursday, April the 7th. Oh, okay. Oh, April 7th. Okay. It's so basically all that happened is it basically got pushed back a week. Opening day got pushed back basically a week. But that's been enough for me to get to this point a week out, and I didn't even know when opening day was. When, if you don't have a lockout, <laughs> I'd have been sitting here doing a countdown, you know, until the last day of March. Braves are going to start the season, by the way, at the Reds this week. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about it. Next week's going to be fun because you'll have uh, major, the Major League season starting. You'll have Easter weekend. Well, you won't be there yet. So I guess that's what I was week. thinking about. I was thinking about Easter weekend. It's the 17th. Yeah, that's it. So. <laughs> that's right. That's what you were thinking of. I had that on the brain. And then don't forget, next week is the Masters, Shaw. too. Yeah. So you get the Masters next week. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. <laughs> I saw where Tiger did play 18 holes. That boy, Tiger. We need to get Tiger they back. They say he's doing pretty good considering. Yeah, considering they almost had to cut his foot off. Yeah, no kidding. That gum. And you, he can't, you, you know, they won't let you use a cart. So Yeah, no. You have to get out there and tough it out. Tough it out. Uh, let's see. Denzel says that uh, Pujols is going to get to retire as a Cardinal as it should be. I agree. You th- when you close your eyes, you think about Albert Pujols, you see him in a Cardinals uniform, and I agree, that's the way it ought to be. And Denzel, last year, driving through St. Louis, going to and from Omaha, uh, you know, I was able to see just how close it is. Such an easy living up here in North Mississippi, a place like Tupelo, surrounded by big four and six lane highways, anywhere you want to go. It's such an easy jump on a highway and drive four hours and go to St. Louis. Um, it made me think, I need to go to a game there. It'd be way too easy to go one day, watch a game, just come back home. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna try to do that this year. Go to St. Louis, see a game there for the first time. Christian text the show says, meteorologist Matt, add that to the resume. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, I'm just doing the best I can. I want to pass this stuff along. Um. Even if it helps one person, especially when you actively have the weather going through while we're on the air, even if it helps uh, one person. But y'all know what's up. I mean, right now, even in North Mississippi, I'm in the second floor, and the wind gets blowing hard enough out there right now, it starts making it sound like the walls are creaking and making noises, you know? whole house is sort of shifting around. Jason and Flagstaff. Ask me if I saw the pictures on Twitter. That's what the storm about to hit home left here yesterday. All that snow on the mountains out there. Yeah, I did see it. You want to look at it. I'm I'm radio white on Twitter, and just a little bit ago, Jason sent me three or four pictures of where he lives out there in Flagstaff. They get a mountain off in the distance. It's got snow all over it. Same system. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Nick texting the show. What's up, Nick? He says, real question is, how bad are the Dodgers going to break the Major League Baseball record in wins? 
Well, maybe they will. I mean, they have stacked up sort of like a super team, haven't they? Their lineup is ridiculous. And you got Scherzer. How are they? Are they? Uh, I mean, Scherzer's going to start for them, right? But he, is he opening day? I don't think he's opening day for them. They're loaded. And they've added Freeman into the mix. They are going to be fun to watch. I just don't like the Dodgers. So what they're going to, what the Dodgers are going to be is fun to root against. That's what the Dodgers are going to be. Not fun to watch. It's going to be fun to root against this year. And a lot of times, those maybe they set a record, Nick. Maybe they will. Scherzer's gone. Where is he now? Where'd Scherzer go? <laughs> I saw him pitching for somebody the other day on a highlight on Twitter or something. But I, I think, um, you know, hey, look, sometimes you stack those super teams up in a game like baseball. It may not necessarily – they may not be the last one standing. It doesn't always work that way. Okay, so he's with the Mets now. How about that? Scherzer's going to pitch for Showalter now. Pretty cool. Okay. All right. We'll get to, if you're a Braves fan, you're like, oh, man, more Scherzer? Can this guy not go to the Amer- an American League team and just get the heck out of here? Sick and tired of having to face this guy. Uh, Squirrel texted the show and said he was a St. Louis Cardinal season ticket holder from 89 to 91. He says, now bring your pistol to the stadium. You know, uh, maybe it is a, a rough area. I, I couldn't really tell last year at Squirrel when I went to the stadium. So I'm on my way to Omaha. I go watch State out in the College World Series. I'm going through St. Louis. I was by myself, so I just took a turn and a little detour to drive down there and see the stadium downtown and stuff in St. Louis. And when I took the detour, it started pouring rain. And I don't mean just a little bit of rain. I'm talking the, the two things I wanted to see was I was going to drive up to the Arch, St. Louis Arch, and then see the baseball stadium and zip on out of there. Look, I drove up. They have, you know, if you go to the Arch, there's a couple of, like, museums, because there's a museum in the base, on the ground floor of the, the Gateway Arch. Well, they have parking lots for those museums. I'm not joking. It was raining so hard that you could park in the parking lot of the Arch Museum and still couldn't see the Arch. I mean, you sitting up under it, you couldn't see it. That's how hard it was raining. I have the video to prove it. And so I drove. It's right beside, you know, across the street, uh, effectively, from where the Cardinals play now. And uh, it was a game day that day. There were people everywhere hiding under awnings and ducking into restaurants and just trying to find any shelter they could find because it was almost like flash flood status in downtown St. Louis that day and uh, got out of there and just kept on driving. So I didn't get out, walk around, anything like that. But Whatever game they had going on, there was a lot of people walking up and down the streets of St. Louis downtown in and around that stadium. All right, let's head over to the phone line, Divinity Equipment phone. Divinity Equipment, Madison and in Jackson. Lynn hanging on line one. Hey, Lynn, what's up? How about it, Matt? Uh, update on Scherzer. He's with uh, my New York Metropolitans. Yep. He is. We're glad to have him. I bet you are. Hey, Lynn, Lynn, real quick. Did you, I don't know if you heard this. We talked about it yesterday. Did you realize that this Saturday at the Mississippi Sports Hall of Fame and Museum in, in Jackson, they are having a reunion for the old Jackson Mets, uh, including the former yep. manager and a whole bunch of former players, and they listed guys like uh, Daryl Strawberry are going to be back for this thing. 
Yeah, I heard you yesterday talking about it, and I, I was thankful to hear such kind words about my mess, but it, it hurt my heart. I got a little, my little boy's birthday party on Saturday. Uh-huh. I got you. Well, that's more important for sure. So, so I, I can't go, but uh, I wish I could, but yeah. I'd rather miss birthday party, you know? Yeah, I can't do that. For sure. Well, well that's right. It's, it's going to be kind of a meet and greet. Anyway, yeah, it's, an, it's a neat thing that they're doing. And uh, we were reading about it yesterday, and, you know, during that time, from 75 to 1990 is when the Jackson Mets were there, and they had a bunch of players come through there that wound up in the major leagues. It was pretty neat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was a uh, – I heard you list them all off. It, it impressed me. I was a little kid back in there, most of that. And uh, part of that time, I was a Mets fan, but Jackson was too far to go for a kid that daddy didn't really care if you watched baseball or not. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. Well, um, so Scherzer's with the Mets, and uh, we get to see what it's going to look like this year with uh, Buck Showalter running the show. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, you know, I'm a Showalter fan. Yep. Well, we should have pitching if nothing else. I don't know if we hit it, but we want to be able to pitch it. Uh huh. I agree with that. I agree. All right. Good. Good to hear from All you, right, Lynn. Bye. You too, buddy. Bye. See you, Lynn. On line one, uh, St. Louis Vic. Did I read? No, I didn't read this already. St. Louis Vic texted me, and he goes, Yeah, Matt, that's the plan. Pujols, Molina, and Wainwright will more than likely go out together this year. Uh, Pujols did hit 290 versus lefties last year. I guess he was with, uh, where was he, with the Angels last year? Last couple of years. And he's going to DH pinch hit this year for the Cardinals, which is really neat. It's going to be so, sort of, what? I mean, it is. It's going to be nostalgic to... See, you know, Pujols go up there and get meaningful at bats in a Cardinals uniform again. He says they're loving it here in St. Louis. I'm a Braves fan, so meh. <laughs> I'm with you. I got a lot of respect for the Cardinals. I always thought they're pretty cool. Um, let's see. Unnamed texter said it's going to be awesome watching Matzik strike out Freddie in the NLDS. <laughs> hey, well, I'd tell you one thing. I'm even though I wish he were still with Atlanta, I am not counting out Freddie Freeman in any shape, form, or fashion, any situation for sure. For sure. It kind of hurts to see him in a – well, there's no kind of to it. It hurts to see Freddie Freeman in a different uniform other than a Braves uniform. And like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, I get it. You, you totally understand it. Um, I don't think there's any animosity on either side, or there shouldn't be. But it also – for, for someone like Chipper Jones, it really puts, I think, him and his career as a Brave in perspective of, of starting there and never leaving for any reason whatsoever. Start there, finish there. It really puts that in perspective. Uh, guys who, who do that. Because, you know, you look back and even the, the, the Glavins... You know, Tom Glavin pitched for the Mets before it was all said and done. You know, uh, Maddox, of course, he didn't start with Atlanta, but he goes somewhere else before it's all over for him. And then other guy, even Dale Murphy, you know, you, you take a guy like me at the time I grew up, there's nothing more synonymous with Braves baseball, no one more synonymous with Braves baseball than, than Dale Murphy. He's kind of the Atlanta Brave. But he finished in Philadelphia, right? So, well, Philadelphia and Colorado, I believe. So it never, 
it's very, very seldom it works out. A guy starts at a place and finishes there. So it's really special when they do. It speaks a, a great deal to, to Chipper. I mean, Got a weather really update for you, Matthew. All right, hit me with that weather update. Where are we? They have put us under a tornado watch for this area until 6.15 today. 6 Gosh. PM. So starting at 12.15 and going until six, 6 hours. Okay. Tornado watch, which I had a feeling was going to happen. And so we're talking Jackson Metro. Yeah, Jackson Metro. It's, um, let's see, Leak, Scott, Madison, uh, yeah. Yazoo, Jefferson, Lincoln, Issaquina, Lawrence, Rankin, Claiborne. Yeah. So... But, but basically, I mean, the whole state's going to be under at some yeah, point. Warren County, Hines. Yeah. I mean, that's what I figured. I figured, like, Warren County, of course, and you go south of there down to Adams County, and Claiborne, some of those are going to be in the warning first. Or not warning, but watch area, right? Yeah, it's a watch. Dude. But we'll all get it at some point. The entire state of Mississippi will be, you know, under the gun of whatever this thing's going to produce at some point. So y'all heard that. Bill and I will continue to give updates as they come through. Central Mississippi Jackson Metro, your tornado watch has been issued up until 6.15 p.m. And remember this, the difference between a watch and a warning, a taco watch is the ingredients for the taco. You got a shell, you got some meat, got some cheese, some fixings. A taco warning, we got a taco. Got it? So tornado watch, we got the ingredients. (laughs) Tornado watch, we have the ingredients. Tornado warning, we've got a tornado. We hadn't had a warning yet. Thanks goodness. Hopefully we don't get any. Stay tuned. Just getting started on this Wednesday. Stick around. And here comes Matt Wyatt up to the plate. The pitch. Whoa! It's a high five! Knocking him out of the park for great sports talk. I'm talking way back. Man, listen to this. You think we have weather fluctuations here. Listen to what Jason told me from out in Flagstaff. He's on the Country Pleasing text line. Jason's originally from Mississippi, North Mississippi, but he's out in Flagstaff, Arizona, and he sent me a picture. He said it was 75 degrees here on Sunday. My son and I were outside chasing lizards and garter snakes. Yesterday, we woke up to snow on the ground, and it snowed all day. <laughs> and we we get we got one of those fluctuations here in the month of March. I mentioned it yesterday. Yesterday, the high in Mississippi got up to what low eighties, and seventeen days ago, now eighteen days ago, is when we woke up. It was twenty five degrees, and we had snow all over every baseball field. You know, so we get the fluctuations. They get them out there too, for sure. Nick, in the previous conversation, texted me, and he said, Dale Murphy not being in the Hall of Fame is a travesty. And it is. And, you know, again, if I'm not careful, I'll go down and I'll spend 10 minutes on it. But these people, I don't – it's one thing if there's a very strict line of, like, of accomplishments or, you know, whether it's home runs or career batting average or the combination of some of these things, and it's a very strict line you got to be over in order to get in there. But that's not the case, right? That's not the case. There's been others voted in there, and you're going, how do you get voted in there? And then here sits Dale Murphy. He ought to be in. So it's true. It's a travesty. Everybody pretty much knows that. Pretty much. 
Back with you on the show here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. And the wind starts blowing hard and storms roll in. I will be honest. I'm just being honest. It is, I, it is a luxury that our family has our insurance, our home insurance, car insurance, and life insurance with Farm Bureau. I say luxury, it's just, it's a comfort. It helps you sleep when you know the strong winds are blowing and it may knock a tree over your garage or bust your car. Or, you know, <clears throat> I'm just glad I'm with them. Let's put it that way. And I highly recommend them. Check them out, favorites.com. Here's a nugget, just a nugget of info I thought I'd pass along before we do scores from baseball. Of course, just midweek baseball. We'll recap what everybody did and then look ahead of the weekend. I just thought I'd pass this along. One of my favorite shows of all time. On this date, 1964, debuting on NBC, one of, if not the most popular game show ever, Jeopardy! Begin airing. Now, when I mention Jeopardy!, how many of y'all think about Norm MacDonald impersonating Burt Reynolds on Saturday Night Live? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Y'all know what I'm talking about, that big foam cowboy hat. He had the Burt Reynolds mustache, pretending to be chewing gum. Norm MacDonald did a heck of a Burt Reynolds impression. I mean, he really did. He really did. Yeah, Jeopardy! debuted. I, I didn't realize the thing started in 1964. Yeah, it was black and white when it was first on, I think. Along with uh, Concentration was another game show that was on. You had to kind of like match things, you know? Yeah. It was black and white. 1964. I mean, we're working on... It's 58 years old, this game show is. We're working on 60 years old, Bill. Yeah, been there a long time. I had no idea. Does it say who the first host was? I got it right here, sir. It wasn't Alex Trebek. I, <laughs> Don't even think that. <laughs> let's take, uh, I'll take past Jeopardy hosts for 200, Alex. <laughs> uh, I need a buzzer sound. I don't have a buzzer here. Okay, I got my answer. I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down. Okay, my answer, uh, who was Art Fleming? There you go. That's the answer. Yeah. Art Fleming. <laughs> you got Jake's bell in there? Yeah. Does he still play with that thing on the air? Oh, like yeah. He... yeah, they still do it every, whenever he's here in the studio. You know, it was a big joke around three years ago <laughs> when he first got that boxing bell. Yeah. Nobody's supposed to touch it. Yeah. And Roger, God rest his soul, he got a great big <laughs> kick out of moving it to different spots, and Beaver would get all mad. Who moved the bell? Y'all aren't supposed to touch it. And then, and then Roger would get it out and ring that bell during my radio show. And and inevitably, like, Beaver would hear it. <laughs> That's our bell. Anyway. Yeah, supposed to touch our bell. Just like nobody's supposed to call me Uncle Bill, but him. <laughs> but him? Yeah. yeah. He gets really, really upset with somebody else. Well, I'm going to do it then. Yeah, you need the to. Next time I'm there and he shows up, I'm going to call you Uncle Bill and <laughs> see what reaction we get. Yeah, Art Fleming was the original host Art of Jeopardy Fleming. when it started airing in 1964. He was the host for about, oh, about 15 years, 64 to 79. But there were some years in there I can't figure because Alex Trebek 
became the host in 1984, Bill. Yep. And he hosted it until 2020. Okay, so he hosted it for 20, uh, no, 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 not 20, 36 years. Yeah, 36 years. I think who that was that was in between. So somebody would have been in between there. Um, but anyway, just let it pass along. Jeopardy. What? What a run. And they've had a few hosts here recently. They had Mike Richards in 2021, but then there was controversy, and he only hosted the show for like a week. And then, uh, you know, Mayim Bialik, I don't know how you say it, but who? What was Bialik. Bialik. Who was the Bialik. show... When she was a kid, it was not Punky Brewster, but who was it? She played the um, the main character in a show that was really popular. And and I yeah, Joy Joy Lawrence was in it. Uh yes. What was the name of that show? Uh, why why my mind right why can't we think of it? As soon as I do think of it or say it, it's going to be like, oh yeah, that one. What is the name of the show? She hosted Jeopardy. Is all I'm saying. Blossom. That yeah, was it. Blossom, it. The name of the show was Blossom, and she was the, the main character. Yeah, thank you for the text there. She hosted it a little bit, and then, of course, Aaron Rodgers was a guest. And now you got Ken Jennings, the guy who was, like, brilliant. One more money on Jeopardy than anybody ever did. He's hosting it now. And I hadn't seen one single solitary episode since he began hosting. When does it even come on anymore? No idea. I have no idea. I'm too busy watching midweek baseball. Speaking of. Midweek baseball, uh, wins all around last night, State and Ole Miss. Ole Miss scored 20 runs. I told you all, <laughs> I told you yesterday on the show, they were hosting North Alabama, UNA from Florence. UNA earlier this year in a midweek went to Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama. They're pretty competitive. And we said, but after getting swept at home by Tennessee, there was a, a great likelihood that Ole Miss was going to take out their weekend frustrations on North Alabama here in the midweek, and it happened. Ole Miss beat them 20-3 last night in Oxford. Uh, Mississippi State went to Memphis and won 10-4, beat a you know a competitive Memphis team 10-4 at AutoZone Park up there. And it was interesting because Memphis jumped out to a 4-0 lead. Something happened in the game. I was having to keep up with it on silent on my phone. I was at theater practice with Mary Liddy. And... Uh, and Chris Lamonis throws a fit and gets thrown out of the game. Got ejected from the game. And immediately, immediately, State scored six runs in the top of an inning. Cam James hit a home run. And, and a little bit later, Logan Tanner hit one. And they walked several, you know. And then uh, State put some across the plate late, wins at 10-4. to four. There were some upsets, though. Jacksonville State beat Auburn last night 5-2. to two. And it's midweek baseball. Look, this stuff happens. A good midweek win for Alabama. They beat South Alabama 5-4. to four. It was LSU over UL Monroe last night, 15-4. to four. Texas A&M, unranked Texas A&M, coming off a series loss this past weekend at home to Auburn, played eighth-ranked Texas. It was A&M versus Texas in a midweek, and A&M beat them 12-9. Beat them good. Missouri beat Illinois 11-7. Vandy, no problem with Lipscomb, beat them 7-1 up at uh, First Horizon Park in Nashville. So it wasn't on the campus, but it was over at the minor league park. Uh, here was a big upset. You know, South Carolina, who took two out of three from Vanderbilt on the weekend, lost last night in the midweek to Presbyterian. The Presbyterian Blue Hose. That's who they are, the Blue Hose. 
<laughs> As in pantyhose, H-O-S-E. All right? Don't misquote me. The Presbyterian Blue Hose beat South Carolina 9-6 to in the middle. That's baseball. Florida Gators got a win over fifth-ranked Florida State last night, 6-3. to They played it in Jacksonville. Uh, another upset in the SEC, Kentucky, after a series win on the weekend over Georgia, loses last night to Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky 6-3 to over Kentucky. And uh, Georgia beat Georgia Southern 7-2. to So there you go. There's a little bit of a look. What did Southern Miss do in the midweek? Uh, we'll tell you shortly. Side note, Southern Miss and these other schools are getting to leave Conference USA early. They're going ahead and jump into the Sun Belt. And they'll finish up this year in Conference USA baseball, though. They play last night. Southern Miss didn't play last night. Uh, they, didn't have, they didn't play. So they must be playing tonight. And uh, we'll preview games that are happening tonight later. I think, I think State and Ole Miss are done for the midweek. Nope, no midweek for Southern Miss. They're not playing. All right. Your texts are coming in. I'll get to them. Jason, MSU 1980, Dog Tired in Florence, coming to y'all. When we come back, news out of Saints territory. The New Orleans Saints got a little news for us today. I'll pass that along to you next also. When is Southern Miss leaving Conference USA? I know it's kind of immediate. I was thinking it would start in the fall with football. They'll jump over to the Sun Belt. Sun Belt, a much better fit for Southern Miss, by the way. All right. Lots on the table. We'll get some more of it next here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stick around. Yeah, be weather aware today, and I mean all day. If you're really anywhere here in the state of Mississippi listening to my voice, especially if you're listening live as I talk here in the middle of the day, the storm and the system that's coming through is ahead of us. And it's coming through Louisiana and parts of southern Arkansas right now. And Jason, with a reminder, yes. I mean, you've got all kinds of tornado watches and warnings back in the state of Louisiana with the winds getting up as high as they're expecting it. It's just you could get tornado stuff just pop up really quickly on the leading edge of this and not really get a whole lot of warning. Um, And I'm looking here, Bill, it looks like the National Weather Service in Jackson put this out. Let's see how long ago. Well, about a half an hour ago. A tornado watch has been issued for parts of Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Missouri, and Tennessee until 8 p.m. tonight. So initially, we'd heard the area here locally till 6. And when you include even more of the southeast, it's going, some of the stuff is already extended out there to 8 p.m. So it looks like, you know, north Mississippi will be in that 8 p.m. range. Uh, But that's according to Northwest. I'm sorry, National, I said Northwest, National Weather Service in Jackson. If you want to follow them on Twitter and kind of see it yourself, you can. They are at NWS Jackson MS. That's the Twitter account, at NWS Jackson MS. And the hashtag that 
It's the Mississippi weather hashtag. And if you're familiar with following those, you just get a column there. You can see anybody that posts with that hashtag. And so your experts, your storm chasers, meteorologists are all using it. It's hashtag MSWX. MS as in Mississippi, WX as in weather. Don't ask. I don't know how WX became weather, but it did. Yeah, Louisiana, parts of Louisiana are really getting it right now. I mean, it's headed this way, but they are really getting it. Um, Ritter, Nacogdoches, Alexandria is about to get it, and the line's all the way up to Jonesboro, Arkansas. And so it'll be here. Yeah, it'll be here throughout the day. All right, so weather aware. Keep your eyes and ears peeled. We'll keep you posted as best we can to what's the latest on that. MSU 1980, text me. A little long here, but I'm going to read it. He says, Matt, last Wednesday during your show, I decided to get to my house in Madison from downtown Jackson to be with my wife and daughter. As I drove up I-55, you were reporting tornado warnings in our area. You then put David Hartman on your broadcast, and when I got off 55 at Ridgeland, my wife's office building, I had to stop at a traffic light. It says, while I was waiting at the light, Hartman said there was a tornado headed my way and would be there in one minute. All of a sudden, the bed cover on my truck blew loose, so I hurried to get home. Yesterday, I went back to my wife's building and saw where a bunch of large pines were broken in half in a line in the direction I was traveling. He says, I appreciate that you were covering the weather because it helped me to know what was going on right where I was. And it sounds like, I mean, according to that MSU 1980, your experience is once you heard the live feed of of David Hartman at – is it 16 at Channel 16? Did I get that right, Bill? Yes, sir. W-A-P-T. At, at APT at Channel 16. That they were they were right on it. So he told you where it was, and it was right on top of you. Whew. They are certified most accurate. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, right up there with me and you, Bill. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> we may not be certified, but we are most accurate. No, but I'm bona fide. I promise You're you that. You're bona fide, yeah. <clears throat> you ain't bona fide. I'm bona fide. <laughs> Mama says you ain't bona fide. <laughs> and stay out of the Woolsworth. Dog Tired in Florence says, I was listening to Mr. Ellis and Coach Polk. They both surmised that was his first time ejected from a game. Hmm, at State. Is that Lamonis' first ejection as the Mississippi State coach? I don't know. I wouldn't know. But if if they say it, I'll go with it. Jim is Mr. Accurate. And if anybody knows about ejections, it's Ron Polk. (laughs) That's true. Hey, did you see yesterday where Coach Prime was up at Mississippi State visiting Mike Leach? Yeah, I'd heard heard it. Yeah. It was uh, on Twitter. They posted a picture. They posed together for a picture. I wonder what they were doing. Maybe they had a coach's clinic. Seems like Seems like State's been putting some stuff out about having a coach's clinic, and it might have been that. I don't know. Or he might have just stopped in for a visit. Who knows? Pick up a few tips on a passing game. Who knows? I don't know. That was good to see. Good to see. I saw that yesterday. Yeah, all right. This is backtracking. I sort of threw this out there a minute ago. Southern Miss baseball, they do not play in the midweek last night or tonight. They swept Western Kentucky this past weekend. 
And now they're getting ready to host Louisiana Tech in a huge three-game series this weekend at Pete Taylor Park. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday's game, 6 o'clock. Saturday at 2, Sunday at 1. Big series this weekend, and they will... They'll pack out the black and gold at Pete Taylor Park this weekend for that one. Uh, so no midweek for Southern Miss. And speaking of, here's what details I could find on it. You know, you learned, I did, we all learned that Southern Miss as well as some other Conference USA schools were moving over to the Sun Belt. It's just a matter of when they were going to be able to do it. And they tried to go early and Conference USA sued them and then they – get some sort of injunction and this and that and back and forth and all that mess. Here you go. According to Pete Thamel, ESPN, the departure of Old Dominion Marshall and Southern Miss from Conference USA to the Sun Belt has been finalized. The Sun Belt announced it yesterday in a joint statement with the three schools. They are officially headed to the Sun Belt for the 2022 football season. So the legal activity, they broke through that. So this is it. As a member of Conference USA, the last thing that's going to happen is Southern Miss baseball this spring. And then once you hit the offseason, it'll be Southern Miss as a member of the Sun Belt headed into the fall, which is a perfect fit for them. It has been. If you listen to this show, I have been lobbying for that for years. I know that contractually you couldn't just snap your fingers and make it happen. I think anybody knew it was a better fit. It was a better fit. Competitively, geographically, financially, everything. Socially, everything. And now they're making it happen. So this is a really good move. Really good move for Southern Miss. You get in that conference with those schools that are already in the Sun Belt, at which you do have some rivalry stuff going on, and just go ahead and accentuate it. You know, build one up. Build up a a, a good, good competitive rivalry with schools like Troy and and South Alabama and I mean more obviously but uh, this is a good move for them so there you go hey let's jump over to the phone line Divinity Equipment phone on line one Mad Tiger hello Mad Tiger thanks for calling hey Matt didn't get to go fishing yesterday but okay. uh tough look um Dion's new offensive coordinator runs the same style of offense that Mississippi State does. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he came from Utah or Utah State. I can't remember which one it was, but he he runs uh, that same offense. Okay, so an air raid, you know, base offense. Right. Okay, all right. Yeah, they want, to, they want to go to that style of offense. He recruited a lot of wide receivers during the offseason and in the transport portal. Okay. Sure did. Okay, I'm going to yeah. look it up here and see and kind of get familiar, if I can, with the coaching staff. Let's see here. Well, that's the roster. I'll, I'll look it up and see what the okay. the, the coach's right, name is. But I appreciate you telling me that, and that to- makes total sense. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Now, why can't I find the coaching staff on one click on the website? So if I go to JSU Football... There's schedule, roster, statistics, archive stories, Veterans Memorial Stadium, and then additional links. And I thought, well, maybe maybe the coaching staff would be on the additional links. 
but it's not there. It's curious. Why wouldn't it be right there on the football page? Y'all hear that? That, that little silence? That's what I'm typing. Now, apparently, I can't talk and type at the same time. One of those. Okay, here we go. Um, all right. 2021, 22 coaching staff. Here we go. Found it. All right, so T.C. Taylor, it says, this is 2021-22 coaching staff. Now, if it's changed since last year, Mad Tiger, call me back and help me out. But if I'm looking at it here, it says that T.C. Taylor, offensive coordinator, tight ends coach. And then Michael Pollock, assistant coach, quarterbacks. Um, and T.C. Taylor is a name that, you know, I'm familiar with and has been around for a while. It said he joined the coaching staff in 2019. Okay. All right. Uh, always good to hear from you, Mad Tiger. Hate you didn't get to go fishing yesterday. Today would not be the day to go either. Maybe we can all load up and go tomorrow. All right, uh, hour one in the books, and that means hour two is about to start. So y'all stick around for that here in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Stay with me.